0: This is episode number 547 with New York Times bestselling author, Nick Ortner. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur, and each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. You'll never find peace of mind until you listen to your heart. George Michael. Welcome, everyone, to this episode. I'm very excited because we have my good friend Nick Ortner in the house. And something magical happens around the half point of this interview. Uh, I bring in uh, Caesar, my COO, to run a little experiment and exercise with Nick. And something transformational happens. You have to stick around to, to listen to it or to watch it on the YouTube channel, on the the video, because it's kind of mind-blowing what happens. Caesar has a stiff neck. He he literally can't even move his neck any which way. He has to move his whole body to see you. And uh, at the end of this exercise, something magical happens. Uh, He can fully turn to the side, both sides. It's pretty crazy in just a few minutes. And uh, for those that don't know, Nick Ordner is the CEO of The Tapping Solution, and a New York Times bestselling author of The Tapping Solution, A Revolutionary System for Stress-Free Living. He also made a documentary around tapping, which inspired five online tapping world summits that reached over a million people. He's raised over a million dollars for other related charities on inner peace and finding relief as well with stress in your life. So I'm very excited to bring him on. And some of the things we talk about are why we stack Limiting beliefs on top of one another. How we can construct realities built on these stories. Also, why we're walking around with a stress response thinking we are about to die. How to live on the edge without stressing yourself out and why stress is all about safety. Guys, we dive into a lot and, again, give you some practical things you can try out at home to help you relieve stress and find inner peace in any moment, whether you're feeling emotional anxiety, you have physical tension in your body or something's going on. There's a simple exercise that we're going to uh, break down, and there's some research and science backing it, so I'm excited for you to uh, check it out. Before we dive in, want to give a shout out to the review of the week, the fan of the week. This is from Rajan Bowman, who said, I listen to the podcast every day without missing a beat. Sometimes that means listening to the same episode two or three times just to truly soak it all in. It's amazing that Lewis Howes just knows how to ask the right questions to get the most out of every guest. Truly, this podcast keeps me learning on my feet and highly motivated to succeed in life. Thank you, Lewis, for everything you do. So, John Bowman, thank you so much for leaving your review over on iTunes and for being the fan of the week. If you guys want to be considered for a shout-out on the podcast, go to the podcast app on your phone or on iTunes. Type in School of Greatness. And just right there on your phone on the podcast app, you can just click on the review, leave a review, and click the stars you want to uh, have as your review and click submit. And there you go. It's as simple as that. And uh, you'll get a chance to be getting a shout out for the uh, review and fan of the week. And before we dive in, Guys, we are launching uh, today. School of Greatness Academy is open for its 11th class. So this is the 10-week program, intensive training online, where we build learning, coaching, and accountability to help you achieve your biggest goals and dreams in the next 10 weeks. So if you've had any dream or goal that you have over the last year that you haven't accomplished yet, now is the time. Make sure to go to lewishouse.com slash SOGA. That's S-O-G-A, lewishouse.com slash SOGA. Register today. There's hundreds of people joining who are all on the journey to achieve their goals and dreams, increase your productivity, get clear on the vision for your life. All of those things are included in the School of Greatness Academy. So make sure to sign up, get involved. Let's finish the year strong. And also... The Mask of Masculinity, we are a couple weeks away from the most anticipated book launch of the year. I just said that myself and made it up, but I actually believe it's pretty anticipated because there's so much pain and suffering and hatred in the world, and a lot of it is stemming from angry men who don't know how to express their emotions. And this book is so timely because it gives men the tools on how to release This trauma, release the stress, release the pain, the suffering, all those feelings that men don't believe they can release or talk about, I talk about how to break it down and make it simple for men to do that, at least as simple as possible as it is challenging for men to open up. And also for women, how to understand the men in their life, the husbands, boyfriends, brothers, fathers, sons that moms have, who are disconnected or feel like they aren't opening up. I give you practical tools, resources, and research on how to connect with the men in your lives to get them to open up, drop the mask, and step into who they authentically are. Are. So make sure to go to maskofmasculinity.com, pre-order copy there, and um, send me a message over on Twitter or Instagram at Lewis Howes when you get your copy so I can give you a quick shout out and thank you for grabbing one. Again, maskofmasculinity.com, they are, there are a lot of bonuses over there on that page, so if you buy multiple copies, we get you some goodies and some bonuses as well. Again, maskofmasculinity.com. All right, guys, I'm pumped for this. It's all about finding inner peace, stress relief, and living your greatness with the one, the only, Nick Ortner. Flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at your grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. We've got the legendary Nick Ordner in the house. Good to see (laughs) you, man. So good to see you, man. Very glad that you're here. Yes. uh, I don't even remember the last time we. We saw each other. I'll tell you. We were in a bar in New York City.
1: And we were... I, when was it, though? Like Five, six, six years, years ago. ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, before you were doing... You were in the city trying to figure out your life, yeah. like, doing your thing. Good friends with my sister. Yeah. And I actually think I was in the city because we had a mastermind um, for our affiliates then. Mm. And met up at the bar and chatted for a little while and have been in contact. Really?
0: Was your other brother there, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your sister was there at the yeah. same time. We were all there. Like yeah, we were all there. Out. It's so like we after there.
1: the mastermind or whatever. Yeah. Or I remember. I remember where, you know, sometimes you remember? Like, yeah. Uh, we were standing there at the
0: bar. Where was this? You know. Do you remember which bar? <laughs>
1: no. that That is actually, <laughs> that's Jim Quick territory. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't know? remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's cool, man. Well, it's been a while, but congrats on everything you've been up to. Thank you. And you've been helping so many people over the last decade through releasing pain, mm-hmm. right? And there's been a lot of trauma and pain in the world. It seems like more so this year than ever. There's yeah. a lot of pain, and inner suffering, yeah. which the inner suffering from my experience turns into physical pain. Yeah. Is that what I'm understanding?
1: Well, I mean, 100%. You know, look, the correlation isn't always as direct. Like we right. tend to be like, oh, I have pain in my back. It must be emotional. Yeah, or yeah. I have cancer. I must have thought the wrong thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The way I look at any of these things, is that it's that it's a combination of stuff. right? So Let's look at something as difficult as cancer or pain in the body. You start out with a genetic component right? You're coming in with a certain set of genes, like they do something. They don't control you, but they they set you up, right? Mm -hmm. And now you add in a trauma or a stressor or something that you don't let go of. I mean, I was just reading in, in your book, like talking about that, right? As men, we push it down. We push down these traumas, this pain. And if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't deal with it, if we don't move it through our body in some way, whether that be tapping, which we'll talk about. I think it's one of the best ways: meditation, exercise, mm-hmm. journaling, moving these energies through our body. Just sharing it verbally, just just talking about just it, talking about right? It. right, right. It's moving that energy. What happens when we don't move it? We swallow it down, right? And you like you've met these people, right? That I've have been, been that person. You've been that person, right? <laughs> that have just been swallowing things for so long. And you get that sense, like you could be, I'm sure when you were swallowing, you could like, you were happy on the outside, right? People were like, oh yeah, Lewis is happy. And the, but then there's just that underlying knowing thing of like, you know what? I've been swallowing something for so long and it's eating away at me. Yeah. And frankly, I think that we're doing that with big traumas and with little traumas, right? We're doing it with the things that happened in our childhood mm-hmm. that we just, it's too painful to look at. And we're also doing it with just the daily stressors and just like the competition and the idea mm. of like comparison comparison and um, all that adds up, all mm. that boils over. That is why people blink and they go, "Wait, what do you mean I have prostate cancer?" You know mm. What do you mean I have this? What do you mean my relationship fell apart? Like I was the reality is everyone's doing the best they can every single day, right People are putting it in like with, from the resources they have. and so many people just aren't getting that result, they're not getting that inner peace, they're not getting that inner clarity, they're not cultivating that sense of all is well. Yeah. What I love about tapping, what I love about this work is that for too long I feel like we've just been up in our heads and we haven't brought the body into it. Right. So when we when we talk about trauma, right, the things that have happened in our past, these traumas happen at a cellular level and like you know it. You feel it in every bone in your body. When something traumatic happens, and again, big or small, it could be sexual abuse. It can be you got up in front of the class in fifth grade and you stumbled on a word when you were reading and everybody laughed at you. Mm -hmm. And that little fifth grader in that moment said, this is not safe. This environment is not safe. The brain decided no more, right? So then they say they stumble. Everyone laughs at them. They have to give a report the next year. They spend the next three months before the report terrified of giving this, right? We stack, we stack, we stack. And now that's the person that you meet. And I ask my audience who here is scared of public speaking, like 10 to 20% of people raise their hand. That Think about that. That makes no sense, right? That someone would be scared to walk up and talk. Like you and I are not scared right now. Mm-hmm. We're being watched by people. But there are, for some people, this experience right now would be terrifying. And that's because something has happened along the way in their brain that said, this is dangerous. And we know what they are, right? When we dig in, we say, well, my brain says, what if Lewis thinks I'm saying stupid things? What if the audience doesn't like me? What if I stumble over a word? What if I this? What if I that? These are the beliefs that we stack on ourselves and our lives. And these are the chains that we stack on ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What ends up happening after enough of those events and enough of that creating who you are is that that's when you're shackled and you say, oh, this is just who I am. I am, and we say it with I am. I am scared of public speaking. I am lazy. I'm a procrastinator. Oh, I start things and then I always stop, you know, or I have trouble. Like we have all these, I'm I am not ams. smart
0: enough to do this. I'm too young. I'm too old. All these, all these things, right?
1: These are all behaviors. They're all experiences that stacked one on top of the other. Yeah. You know, and then we look, we half the time we walk around like robots, right? We're just like, we're going on all these old programs. You say something to me and I'm pulling a program from 20 years ago that, Someone said something similar, and now I'm offended. And you were like, wait, no, what do you mean? That was a joke. Or like, where are you getting this, right? We construct these realities out of these previous experiences. And it's been my experience in the last you know, 10 plus, now 15 years of me doing the tapping personally, that when I – see, I got to a point, and I know you got to the same point, when I was like, okay, I know – That I want to create change in my life. Mm -hmm. Like everyone listening, like you don't listen to school of greatness, (laughs) right? Like there's some of the population that doesn't know to create change in their life. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that I think Tony Robbins, our mutual friend, does so. Like one of his big gifts to the world, what he did in my life in 2001 was I went to a weekend and said, Oh, I'm in charge. Like I create (laughs) this. Like I take responsibility for this, right? A lot of the world doesn't take responsibility for their actions. So one thing is knowing, that's step one, like, okay, now I know, so I'm going to listen to this podcast, I'm going to try to create change, but what I was so frustrated with was like, I know, I know where I am, I know where I want to be, why can't I get there? Mm. Like, what is the disconnect? Why do I take two steps forward and one step back? Why is it a struggle? Why is it like I've got to push through my life? And I found when I did this work of saying, what are the things, what are the experiences what are the things I'm feeling in the moment that are holding me back, that are keeping that stress response running? Because that's what we're really looking at here. When that fight or flight is activated, when there's a fear of public speaking, when there's an old trauma, that amygdala is firing. The stress response is activated. When that happens, blood, you know, this flows away yeah, yeah. from the brain into the arms and legs. Now we're fighting and fleeing, you know? so And I like to joke, like, imagine having this conversation and I'm being chased by a tiger. Like, if I'm scared right now, That would be like me being chased by a tiger or a bear. And then think about the things that we really want in our lives. So to write that book, to make that call, to say I love you to someone, to apologize for something that we did, to dream a bigger dream, to actually take this action. All these things that we want, these positive aspirations, Try to think about them when you're being chased by a tiger. Because mm-hmm. if you're being chased by a tiger and I'm like, Lewis, tell me about your book. Yeah. Like This is incredible. What, what is next? What is your vision for this? How do you want to reach people? Why, why did you do this? Give me your love and your heart. You would say, I'm being chased by a tiger. The only thing that matters in this moment is that I don't die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And too many of us are walking around running that stress response where the only thing that matters is that we don't die. The only thing that matters is that we don't feel these feelings again, that we don't feel that pain and that hurt and that heartache. I think a lot of times people are scared to look at this stuff, right? Mask of masculinity is like, <laughs> whoa, you're asking a lot for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is scary stuff. If you don't have a tool to process those emotions, which I know you have in the book, if you don't have journaling or meditation or tapping, then it makes sense to bury it down. Because right? who who wants to feel that for no reason? Right? So let me bury it down, let me get to work. Let me just do my thing. I'm gonna bury it. What I found with tapping, and people will experience it when we when we do it in a little while, is that you feel the emotion and then you actually process through it. As opposed to say swallowing anger down. Like if you're angry about something, we could tap and it'll happen time and again. You'll be angry. Okay. Fight or flight, right? There's something in your body that's saying, I have a right to be angry about this. I was harmed. I'm going to stay angry, right? Mm -hmm. For safety. Mm -hmm. So we tap, and we talk about it, and you acknowledge, this is how I feel, and we send these calming signals to the amygdala in the brain. The brain all of a sudden gets this wiring mechanism that says, it's safe. And now all of a sudden, you'll say to me, you know, I I don't feel that angry anymore. I'm just kind of sad about this situation. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Well, let's take a moment to feel that emotion. Yeah, you know, it was such a great friendship and we just got at each other and things went the wrong way and now I'm feeling that sadness. Okay, let's tap through that sadness. You know, I don't feel that sadness. I just really realized that we were just both meant to go our own ways, right? All of a sudden, like, this incredible healing that sometimes takes decades for people to get to yeah. happens in minutes because we are allowing the body to feel and express the emotion.
0: mm what were the things that you suppressed the most oh. growing up before you got into tapping?
1: Yeah. You know, I think I was operating, because I'm, I'm like th- thinking about all the different aspects of my life, a, a place where I saw this pattern running, and I'll I'm, and I'm try to dig out where the suppression was with mm-hmm. it, was around finances and, mm-hmm. and money. And people are like, what do you mean tapping for money? Well, my family growing up, like I was born in Argentina, lived there till I was seven years old. Really? Wow. Came to, you know, the U.S. Didn't speak a word of, well, spoke a little bit of English because we had like second grade English classes sure, or sure. whatever the equivalent is. Are you, you know? still fluent in Spanish? I'm still fluent in Spanish. Nice, yep, nice. yep. And, um, you know, so second grade j- joined a new world you know no english no english didn't complain that the flintstones were in english and i couldn't (laughs) understand it i mean that's i remember clearly being at jfk airport like we got we got in late and we had to stay at the airport before driving out to connecticut where we were living living and we put the flintstones on and i am just i just my parents tell me a story and i threw myself back on the bed and i said i'll never understand this you know because in that moment right just
0: no entiendes. The, yeah, yeah
1: the, the cartoon is just jabbering in English, and oh my gosh, right? So, so growing up, you know, we, middle class, there wasn't a lot of money for extra little things, but we were fine. My family definitely ran the pattern. I saw it again and again of boom and bust. It was like right. things would go really well for my dad, and then something would go wrong. And then things would go really well, and something would go wrong. And I get into my 20s. I start my own web design company, I'm doing really well. I'm feeling good about life. I'm passionate. I'm living in New York City. I took all my friends to this trip in Mexico where I paid for the villas. Wow. Like I'm like doing it, right? That's like pretty sweet. Perfect, right? And then a year later, broke. Hundred thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> oh man. Right? Boom or bust. When and was it, this? What year? So this is This this two thousand and one. This is right after oh. Towers fell. Yeah. Lo- moved into Manhattan. Wow. So, Two thousand two. You moved in after they fell. Yeah, wow. was, I was planning on it. We li- we moved to Brooklyn for the first year, and then lived in Manhattan uh, the next year. So, wow. it was like so everything.
0: Were you, were you watching the towers from no, Brooklyn? No, or
1: no, it was. I moved to Brooklyn maybe about a month after wow. they went down. Wow, crazy! Yeah,
0: and that, talk about trauma in the whole city there. Yeah, after that, which we're
1: still still dealing with. Yeah, exactly. You know, still yeah. dealing with. Um, and uh, yeah. So, and what I noticed with the money situation what I finally unlocked for myself right because it's like wait why am I doing so well we go on this trip everything's great we're we're planning the next year's trip that you'd paid for already I I paid no I paid for just the villa the first year they got their flights they got their flights you know it was a good deal right second year we're planning it and I couldn't get the same deal on the villa so it was going to be more expensive for people and I got pushback from some friends one in particular it was a dear friend today so it's all good (laughs) But she was like, you know, Nick, we don't all make the money that you make,
0: you know, and it came with a little bit of attitude, right? Mm. You can't expect us to come and pay for these things if we don't have it or whatever.
1: So there I am like feeling on top of the world and then, oh, I don't fit in anymore. Like now I'm different than you. Now we're not friends. I'm making more. We're not connecting. Sure enough, my unconscious mind took over for the next year and went bust again. I sabotage debt.
0: myself so I can stay in the community. So I can stay in the community so I can fit in.
1: look, I'm passionate about the world. I'm passionate about these tools of change. Before I was tapping, it was other things I would rope people in. You got to right, read right, this right, book. Right. I mean, you know, right? right so, right. And that passion doesn't always fit in, right? Um, I remember in fourth grade, I wrote a blog post about this. So it was funny. Playing volleyball, we're playing volleyball, gym volleyball, right? Yeah, so yeah. everyone plays, teams yeah. are divided in two. There's one boys dude, and girls. boys yeah, and yeah. girls. People just stand there, like people who literally <laughs> can't hit the ball. Like, it's yeah. okay, right? It's yeah. like as bad as it gets. And I'm like, I'm the cheerleader, you know? I'm like, hey, we're playing a game. Like, Let's, let's go all let's in. Let's do this, yeah. you know? And I'm a nice cheerleader too. I'm not like not yelling even. at the person for missing. Like I'm positive. You got hey. this next time. Right? And I remember, I still remember his name. This is what these things do to us, right? He said, who are you? Captain Kangaroo. Now, I didn't even know who Captain Kangaroo was. He was actually a TV uh, host from like the 70s who was, like was like a Mr. Rogers kind of got person. It, got it, got I didn't even have to I know. i never heard of this either. Right? I, but think about this. I didn't have to know who that person was to know exactly what he meant. Captain Kangaroo. Like, you think you're better than us. You think that you're like, yay, hooray, hooray, hooray. So these things happen, and then we just shrink down, right? The opportunity, I think, the growth in our lives, I think the place where we find the most fulfillment is to m- feel these edges
2: mm-hmm. and you know,
1: w- yeah. not power through them, not bust through them, feel the edge, be with the edge, understand why the edge is there, accept the edge. You know, with the tapping, we do even though I have this problem, like what we start with generally is like whatever's going on, even though I'm anxious. I'm scared, I'm overwhelmed. I have this limiting belief about money, whatever it is. Even though I have this, I love and accept myself. Or I love and forgive myself. I want to forgive myself at the edge. I don't want to say that I've got a power through it, that if I fail, I'm not enough. I want to love myself in that place where that discomfort is. To me, change happens from that place. Mm. We, can for- we can willpower our way to great things but change with it says I'm a different person today and I went through this and I changed and I grew and I learned something from it happens from that place of acceptance and you know, we see it with our our body and weight loss right My my sister who you know who wrote a book about tapping for weight loss and body confidence she says that we can't panic our way thin and I think that happens to like Every place we look, but this is what people do, right? They go, "Let me panic enough about how I look in the mirror, because if I put enough hate, anger, pressure, fear, and stress on myself, and starvation, starvation, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm going to get this done." Yeah, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Does it work for one percent of the population? Yeah, probably. It doesn't right? stay. Probably it doesn't stay. Yeah. You know, the one percent that makes it work, they're miserable inside. They're crumbling inside. When you stop and talk to them and ask them, "How do you feel?" they they it's don't still feel enough. any better. It's still not enough. not enough. Yeah. Right? Mm. So how do we
0: find these edges
1: in our lives
0: and, and be with them and be present yeah. to them, be present to, to how we feel? I think a lot of kids don't have tools to to cope with the, the feelings also. You know, I wish that school taught us for an hour a day, meditation, tapping, yep. talk therapy, whatever it may be, self-confidence, just the things that are going to be helping us throughout our entire lives. Yep. And I remember as I started to chase my dreams from college into professional sports and beyond, it was like I lost all my friends from college. Mm-hmm. Like I would keep reaching out to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, here's what I'm up to. I'm like yeah. going after this thing. And it was like they stopped wanting to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I keep reaching out and no one responded to my calls anymore. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, why are they? And they were all hanging out together. But I was, since I was chasing my thing yep. and they weren't chasing their thing it was like they stayed kind of comfortable well and who knows look things worked out but who says that your injury
1: wasn't a right. a way of saying oh this isn't safe right like, exactly yeah i want my
0: friends you exactly. know like yeah yeah right. but it was just kind of like uh it sucked to feel like huh you're going to be alone when you chase something so let me retreat back and shrink myself yes. so i can be around other friends yeah Luckily for me, I felt like, you know, I'm just going to find new people sure. who do support me. Sure. And it sucks that I don't have these friends that I had for many years, but I guess it's part of life. Yeah. So I started finding people that were inspiring and up to similar things. Yeah. And generate new friends. Yeah. And every step of the way, the more I'm going after my dreams, I lose friends. Yeah. And find new friends. Yeah. Some stay around. Some have come back from 10 years ago yeah, and they're yeah. like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like, I'd love to reconnect. Yeah. And, and that's kind of interesting too to see like where their reflection is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard if we don't have those tools. To when feel. You, and
1: you talk about kids, it's one of the things I'm most passionate about. Yeah. Um, we have a kids book for tapping where really? like it's a children's book, and through our foundation, one of the big focuses over the next year is a program for schools. So we've got a curriculum written, um, and what we're what we're doing is basically working on these little videos in the morning, so like five minutes. Start your day by doing the tapping. Teachers are doing it all over the place now wow. with their kids on their own we 're just looking to you know make that part of the system because That's cool. what what happens is you get them tapping, they get grounded in the body they get they release that stress they release that anxiety and one of the things that I love about the process as opposed to you know talk therapy' is great, but how are you going to do talk therapy with thirty kids mm-hmm. in the classroom right mm-hmm. and how are you going to do talk therapy with a seven year old who maybe not even doesn't have the The way to express how he feels, but he knows that he showed up at school this morning and his parents were beating each other up in the morning before he showed up at school and he's showing up and he's tense and he's scared and he's angry and he's overwhelmed. How is he going to think? How is he going to read? How is he going to do anything? Impossible. We do the tapping. We're just calming his body. We're just telling the brain that it's safe. And if you do it in that moment, like if you do it when it's active, that's when you can change the destiny of someone Mm. that, that fifth grader, who got laughed at, right, there's two ways that that experience could go. She or he could get laughed at and say, this is dangerous or get laughed at and say, you know what, I'm going to be better and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to, or do the tapping and let go of the trauma. Like we have all these points in our lives where we can take one way or the other. The tapping helps us bring ourselves back to that place of peace, calm that amygdala, calm that nervous system, so then we can make the decisions that really serve us best.
0: Mm. Have you been big into meditation as well, or is this a meditation? No,
1: I mean, I love it. I think it's a – my best combo is usually – Tap first and then meditate, mm. right? So like people should try it because that monkey mind that you waste, you know, you're like, I just meditated for 20 minutes and nothing happened. Or yeah, the yeah. last 30 seconds, you finally are like, ah, oh, and then it's like, ding, you know. Yeah. Um, tapping first. Just acknowledging what it is that's going on. Acknowledging the stress in the body. Some of the latest research has shown that just an hour of tapping, this was in like a session, drops cortisol more than cognitive behavioral therapy or just sitting there massive drop in like cortisol stress hormones in your body. So you do that before meditation. You'll mm. you'll see how deep you go.
0: Tell me the science of what, tap, what tapping does yeah. and the, the research that backs it.
1: Yeah. So there's over hundred research studies now. Um, this has been around for 30 years. It's only in the last couple of years. Um, I've put a lot of personal money into the research. It Something finally lit up for me about five years ago yeah. that said, I got to put money into research because it matters. I didn't think that way for a long time because I was sort of naive. It was like, did you see what that just did? Did you see how that person was just in pain and now they're not in pain? Did you see how much happier this person is? Like, I just went on results. Like, that was was ex- yeah, excited me, right? But you get to a point, and especially when you want to affect institutions in a bigger way. So we do a lot of work with veterans with PTSD. VA hospitals and people inside them have sort of been doing it, you know, undercover, yeah. getting amazing results with veterans. But if we want to make a system-wide change, we need the research. Mm-hmm. So over 100 studies on everything from, like I said, veterans, PTSD, unbelievable results. I'm sure. I mean, you know, and again, think about some of the mechanisms that are happening. Let's say you're a veteran. You come back from war. I sit you down as a therapist and I say, Lewis, tell me what <laughs> yeah. happened. And you're like, who are you? First off, who are you? Yeah. You know, to ask me this question. Second of all, think about mask of masculinity and men. Like we can't talk about Something that happened at work the other yeah, day yeah. that is stressing us out. How are these brave veterans going to talk about war and the things that they saw and experienced with the tapping? As long as we start to access these memories and emotions, we don't have to say anything. right? So I can be like, hey, I know that you went through something 20 years ago, and you don't have to share it with me. Like, it's it's too hard to talk about it right now. That's okay. Let's just, you think about it. You run that memory. You feel these feelings in your body, and let's tap through it, right? Boom, tapping through. Now you're connecting to that memory. You're firing it in your brain, calming the amygdala, calming and relaxing the body. In essence, telling the body, hey, this is safe. And it's the weirdest thing because first off, what will happen is five minutes later, you'll go, you know, I want to tell you about it, Mm -hmm. right? Because you want to share it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You just took that edge off. You took the fear off around it. I remember hearing from a parent who was using it with their teenage daughter and teenage daughter's all upset. Something's going on, right? right? Right, So, Like, mom knows something's going on. But she won't say. She won't yeah. say, right? Something with a boy had to be, yeah, right? Of course, of course. You know? yeah,
2: yeah.
1: She won't say. Let's do the tapping. Okay, we'll do some tapping. We'll just talk. We don't have to say anything. Just tap through the point. Boom, boom, boom. Think about it. Think about it. Sure enough, she opened up. Told the whole story, right? So veterans with PTSD, like, we can go slowly. We can start to unwind the memories. And when we bring in this physical component, the brain rewires the cortisol drops dhea come goes up like all these healing hormones flood through our body from this process and i tell you i know people are like i'm just showing the points that people are like wait what are you doing i know people are like what are we doing tapping i wake up every morning and i say what is it that i actually do i teach this tapping technique but i think we're going to look back a decade from now and it's just going to be like meditation now is. The hottest new thing, yeah, right? That's been around yeah. for 10,000 years, right, you right, know? Right, right. Now we finally now figured mainstream. it out. Yeah, yeah, now it's mainstream. But now we have in- institutions, whether it be the government or corporations saying, we have to lower the stress. Like, we need to do something out of self-interest, you know? A corporation's self-interest is to reduce pain in the body, to reduce sick days for people, to reduce stress and absenteeism, right? So we, we have to look at these tools and Tapping is just an extraordinary one to make that happen.
0: Mm. How did you discover it in the first place?
1: yeah so I, um, I found it online you know i'm not the originator of the technique like I said it was it was first sort of formed in the late 1970s by a psychologist, Roger Callahan, who combined his psychology with this idea of acupressure with stimulating these acupressure points. Uh, one of his students, Gary Craig, took it and turned it into EFT, which is its current form that i or to learn from and, and built off of. Um, I EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. Mm. Yeah. So EFT, EFT tapping, they're all sort of general words for, yeah. you know, the tapping technique. Got it. Um, I remember finding it online. I, one of the first things that I used it on, I've mentioned pain a couple of times, how well it works on pain relief. And I remember waking up with a crick in my neck, you know, it's like you sleep wrong. Like you wrestle yeah. the bear in your sleep, you know, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, like what happened, you know, like, how did I hurt myself sleeping? And you know, usually, what do you do? You you pop a Tylenol or an aspirin, or you stretch it out. Lasts a couple of days, right? Those are the conventional things that you do. And I kept hearing about how tapping works on pain relief, so I was like, all right. I made sure to shut the blinds so my neighbors didn't think that I was really going crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's hitting himself. <laughs> and, I, and I went through the process, even though I have this crick in my neck. And I tried to think about what was stressing me out in my life, and mm. I did the tapping. And sure enough, the whole thing just let go. Wow, it was just really? Like, oof, it just released. And that's when I was like, okay, there's something here.
0: So you learned, you saw like a video training saw online. video. And there was someone was demonstrating it and said, okay, do yeah. this process. And you try it yourself. No one taught you no one taught me one-on-one. That, and that's what's like, people can just do it on their own. That's what wow. I love about it.
1: That's why psychologists and psychiatrists around the country are bringing this into their practice. The reason is they can do it one-on-one and then they can say, all right, hey Lewis. I'm not going to see you for another week or another month. Right. Here's something you can do. Here's you can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when you feel overwhelmed or stressed, you know, um I mentioned when we were talking before that I live in Newtown, Connecticut, which is the site of the Sandy Hook school shootings, and I've had the honor of working with first responders from that with mothers who have lost their children and one mother in particular who's become a dear friend, Scarlett Lewis. She lost her son Jesse. Mm. And Jesse was Amazing. He he was one of the heroes. There's a New York Daily News with him on the cover. It says hero because he yelled run and he saved twelve other kids' lives. Wow. He's a special kid, and um, and we tapped together and we looked to minimize as much as you could the trauma, not the grief. Right? It's not like the, you you tap to get rid of the loss of your son, but you tap to get rid of the shock and the trauma and the fear and the holding on that if you don't let go of that, you're just going to walk around with this for the rest of your life. And she didn't want that. She wanted to make sense and meaning and build off this tragedy. She didn't want to walk with this thing in her heart. So we worked together and she learned the tapping and a couple months later, she woke up at three in the morning in the middle of a panic attack. And she had had panic attacks before. This was something that she was used to. And if anyone listening is familiar with panic attacks full-blown, there's a point of no return, right? There's a point where it's like she's thinking to herself, I have to go to the hospital now. Like, I need medication because I am panicked. My body's panicked. Her other son, JT, was sleeping in the room next door. She thought to herself, I'll call an ambulance, go to the hospital, get some meds, and then I'll be back before he even wakes up, right? Like, crazy, but this is just the state of panic that she's in. She found that space that little gap right that this is what we need in our lives that little gap to say what if i can do something different here and she started tapping like she went even though i'm panicking and i'm so scared and this that and the other just verbalizing her feelings 10 minutes later she's asleep wow she talks about this to about that to this day and to me the power in that is that she took the power back like she didn't rely on having to get help. Not that there's anything wrong with getting help, but what do you do at three in the morning when you're having a panic attack? Like, we have such a culture that's focused on these outside things, like, oh, that person can fix me. You know, people, when I tap with them, they always say, oh, you, you, you really fixed me, or that was amazing, I can't believe you did. No, What are you talking about? I showed you a way for you to take control of your emotions, your feelings, and your body.
0: Mm, yeah, I want to actually, I was going to practice with me but I actually think Matt has like a stiff neck. Oh yeah, for the last three days he hasn't, right. been able to, he hasn't been able to move his neck. So I want you to grab him and see if what happens. Oh boy, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, but he's been like he's he, like it's he's, worse. He's <laughs> got he's got a two year old little girl. Well, not I'm no, sorry, two month old. Oh boy. So he just had his first yeah. child. Yeah. You know, very little sleep. Been traveling for my event. Uh, it's a little under the weather. Yeah. So he's been going through a lot of change. A mm. lot of you know both him and his, his wife are up late and there's, yeah. you know yeah. stuff going on so yeah. i want to see if he can come in and actually be your my guinea pig your guinea pig let right. see we'll bring him in in a minute let's go over the points though yeah before you bring him before you bring him in let's go over the points there's seven points is that right or more
1: um a couple of different variations but yeah. let me show you the basics yeah. right so we start by tapping on the side of the hand does it
0: matter which hand no nope, whatever's right, comfortable
1: whatever's comfortable i usually yeah.
0: go you know We'll go through the points first. You're going to come okay. in and be a guinea pig for something. We need you for something. He looks really excited. In a, in a, moment, in a, in a moment. In a moment. We'll bring you in in a moment. Yeah. Um, St- stay here, though. Stay here. So, well,
1: step one before anything is like, what are we working on? Uh-huh. Right? So, and what's great is everyone can pick something. So, you're sitting at home. Pick one thing. I like to start on the one thing that's just stressing you out right now. You know? It's like, it's the pain in your neck. Right? It's something you have upcoming. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got this project launch in two weeks and book i just launch whatever, book yeah, launch. yeah like, right if you just feel that heaviness around yeah, it yeah. like look for the place where you feel heaviness look for some sadness if you're anxious about something if you're mad at somebody right and we want to get really specific that way we can focus on it and then see the shift right because we can just tap through the points and you'll feel mm-hmm. better but so we focus won't.
0: on like the person i had an argument with that i'm mad about yeah or... somebody
1: says something to you this weekend and you think about it and you're angry and it's a level eight perfect we mm-hmm. give it a number on a zero to ten scale because we want to see the change mm-hmm. right so everyone just pick something or if like, you're in pain if you're in pain boom like right low there. lower back pain or neck pain you pick focus the pain, on the pain pick the pain and we'll go a little deeper with the pain because yeah, there's it. an emotion behind the pain sure but, sure so pick the thing you got your number and then we tap on it so mm-hmm. should we just go through the whole process let's together? do it let's, let's get him yeah. in here okay. first
0: actually since he's here now so matt's gonna come on caesar and I'm going to let him walk through it. Here you go. How are you? I'm great. Nice to meet you.
2: Pleased to meet you. Thanks for you know, being on the podcast.
1: Yeah. So um, we're going to do some tapping. You ever heard of tapping? <laughs> First time. All right. All right. And I heard you have a stiff neck.
2: I do. Left side of my neck is just pretty hard to, to turn left. Okay. So.
1: so you're locked up to the left. How's the yeah. pain, 0 to 10?
2: Um, Straight on, I'm good. Okay. But the second I start moving left, it's it's a good 6, 7. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, can't move. yeah, and no, I can't move. Yeah, and uh, when did it start?
2: Uh, started uh, a few days ago.
1: Okay. Do you remember? Did you like felt like you did something?
2: Yeah, I think it was just a wake up one morning. Slept wrong, slept yeah. funny, you know. Got a newborn baby at home, so sleeping's a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. How is your general life stress level right now? Pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. I think it's pretty good. Okay, I mean,
1: yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. The first round, we're just gonna tap on the thing. So everyone watching, like, please pick something. Like, do this now because it's such a good opportunity to have the experience. Don't just watch Matt go through it. Pick anxiety. Pick stress. Pick, like, the one thing that you want to focus on and release. And so six or seven, we have no mobility to the left. How about to the right?
2: To the right, it's, it's much better. Yeah, look, he just turns yeah, yeah. his shoulder. Yeah,
1: to the right, is much better. He goes like this. <laughs> That's the chair swiveling. <laughs> <laughs> you actually didn't move. <laughs> All right, so we start... Yeah. We start by tapping on the side of the hand. Everyone else just joined along. And I want you to just tune into that feeling in your neck. And the first round, we're just going to tap on the thing. And then we're going to go deeper, look into some other stuff. So you can repeat after me. And everyone watching at home, you can use the same language. You can change it up a little bit. I'm going to try to be very general. But you just focus on that neck. All right? So even though I have this pain in my neck, and just say that out loud.
2: Even though I have this pain in my neck.
1: I choose to relax now.
2: I choose to relax now.
1: Even though my neck is all locked up.
2: Even though my neck is all locked up.
1: I love and accept myself.
2: I love and accept myself.
1: Even though I'm holding on to all this pain.
2: Even though I'm holding on to all this pain.
1: And I'm not sure what it's about.
2: And I'm not sure what it's about.
1: I choose to relax now.
2: I choose to relax now.
1: And we're going to tap through the points. The first point, you can do one hand or both hands. The meridians run down both sides of the body. So whatever feels comfortable. And you're going to go on the inside of the eyebrow, right where the hair ends and it meets the nose. That's perfect. And you're just tapping five to seven times. It's not a perfect process. You could tap here 100 times and you would be great. And you're just tuning into to that pain in your neck or the anxiety about that project or the anger that you feel. Just take a moment to be present with that thing. Now we go to the side of the eye. It's not at the temple, right on the bone here. Again, one side or both sides. And being present to your body, feeling yourself safe and grounded. Thinking about what is going on. What's the thing that you picked? If you're anxious, what are you anxious about? If you're angry, run that movie in your mind about what happened. And now under the eye, right on the bone. And just tuning into that pain, that stress, that stiffness. And being present with your body. Under the nose. Right on the bone there. If it, if there's pain in your body, you can ask yourself,
2: what's this all about? What is this all about?
1: Under the mouth, right in the little crease in there, it's above the chin. Mm. And ask yourself if there was an emotion in that pain, in that stiffness, what would it be? Think about that now and just say that out loud. If
2: there was a, an emotion or a pain in this stiffness, what would it be? And what's the answer? Ouch.
1: Let's mm. see emotion? What's underneath the ouch?
2: Mm. Stress. Mm. Distress.
1: Stress about what specifically?
2: Mm. The annoyance of it. Mm. It's annoying. <laughs> it's not my natural state.
1: It's not my natural state go to the collarbone just feel for the two little bones of the collarbone and you go down an inch out to each side about an inch you can tap with all ten fingers of both hands so you're angry at the pain
2: I would say I'm angry at the pain Mm. Yeah.
1: just be present with that pain and stiffness so you have a lot going on in your life right now a lot of demands yes and you're staying strong Staying strong. Staying stiff.
2: Staying stiff. Can't bend. (laughs) Cannot bend.
1: No time for bending. Right?
2: No time for bending here, right?
1: Hmm. Under the arm. About three inches underneath the armpit, right on the bra line for women, either side of the body. There's no time for bending.
2: No time for bending.
1: Top of the head, right at the crown. I've got to stay stiff.
2: Got to stay stiff.
1: Back to the eyebrow. And just answer this question out loud. What would happen if you relaxed?
2: If I relaxed, the pain would go away.
1: Mm. Side of the eye. Just be present to the pain and be present to the stress in your life right now. A new baby, a lot of demands, a lot of travel under the eye. Just notice the last couple weeks and the burden, the stress, and the pressure it's put on your body. Under the nose. And everyone else, just keep tapping along with us, being present, watching what happens, listening to the words that your brain is bringing up. What's it saying? What's it doing? What are you thinking about? Sometimes we start tapping with one thing and we find something else under the mouth. Sometimes we're angry and then we realize we're sad. Sometimes we think we're stressed about something, but it's also about something else altogether. collarbone just go ahead and take a deep breath in you can gently stop tapping and now we tune back in so we whatever you're working on the anxiety the stress the fear we look at that number everyone at home check back in what's that number we can get really distracted by a lot of other things where's that number now and how's the pain Zero to ten. Numbers. Oh. Well, there we go. <laughs> mm.
2: Wow.
1: Did we get a good angle on that turn? That chair did not move. <laughs>
2: that is some Jedi stuff right there.
1: <laughs> wow. Zero to ten on the pain? Look at that.
2: I mean, zero. No pain. Zero. little bit one there but
0: there's wow, nothing to the left
2: <laughs> holy moly
1: wow <laughs> what, what do we do five minutes maybe, maybe. max Three, four, five,
2: yeah. unbelievable yeah.
1: really you're
2: not faking it huh?
1: no no faking <laughs> I no i don't think you got gonna fake it either so, so yeah was? no yeah i was
2: like oh my god no this is good this is so, good
1: yeah. so look that's That was a couple minutes. We relax the body. We decrease the stress hormones in your body. We acknowledge some of these feelings. Like I'm sure you had your own internal process, right? Mm -hmm. As you were doing that tapping, wasn't just about your neck. It was like, man, I've been holding strong recently. And maybe I just need five minutes to just bend a little bit, you know?
2: That was a nice five minutes, I have to say. I mean, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, so so Lewis said, what's it gonna take for him to stay flexible, right? Not go go back. That's it, yeah. So look, we, that was only a couple of minutes. If you and I sat down for another half hour, I'd say, let's, let's really talk about how you're feeling with everything that's going on and, and tapping on releasing that stress and that anxiety. It may be that you just needed a little bit of a release and now you're good to go.
2: Yeah.
1: It may be that three hours from now, you're going to be on the phone and you're going to find yourself, you're starting to stiffen up and you go, oh wait, who am I talking to now? Right. Oh, I don't like this phone call right? right? <laughs> like Lewis walks in the room then <laughs> <laughs> we know it's his fault you know right yeah. so we 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 look for these clues like what's our, what is our body telling us mm-hmm. you know all too often we get a symptom in our body and we say, "Oh, it must just be this, you know we go to on Google and we look it up and we say stiff neck, here's what you take for it. And that's just what it is. Right. As to asking ourselves, like, what, what is the emotion here? Like, what am I feeling? What am I going through?
2: Yeah. yeah. I typically go to ibuprofen. I yeah. mean, sadly, I mean, that's, that's my first step with, with physical pain.
1: Yeah. You know, so. You're good. We just throw him in. He would I, have bought I have, it otherwise. I have to say, yeah. yeah
2: I, I feel like physical pain requires some sort of physical adjustment rather mm. than mental. That's typically my go-to rather yeah. than just sitting there and, and having a, a moment of, Meditation, yeah. tapping, just allowing yourself to to be and breathe. And yeah, I don't think I I do that enough. Definitely. well Keep me
1: updated, and I'm happy to work with you more. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Very Thank you. good. My pleasure. My
0: pleasure. All right. Keep it relaxed.
1: <laughs> don't go back. Awesome. Yeah. yeah look, at him. look
0: at him. Does it feel better? It feels very good
1: actually. I think whole body. I feel he looks better, better doesn't yeah. he? He I walked mean, in stiff He walked in, yeah. Like yeah. he's got more blood to his face. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Keep trying it. Do another five minute session when you feel. Wow. That's You're good You're <laughs> there you go. I figured he would be a better transformation than me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, there's nothing
1: better than a visual, right? Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. But to me, it's like what's great about that visual is that that's what's happening inside, mm-hmm. right? This is how we move through. Like, this isn't just about pain relief. This is about you know, it is about greatness, right? We yeah. both have greatness. Like, the, yeah, the manifesting true. your greatest self. That's you it, know, right? it's like how do we bring that out of ourselves how do we bring yeah. out our greatness well and here's the
0: thing we cannot do anything greater for tight at all yeah the greatest I mean, you athletes, know that in sports right that's yeah. it yeah you've got to yeah. be in the flow at the the most times you can yeah. be throughout the day if you want to be able to make an impact have uh, meaningful relationships make sure your body is in tune to what the way you want it to feel yeah. and look and the results you want financially everything and that's why it's all about, okay, what are those tools and strategies that are going to help us stay relaxed and, and focused on something bigger than ourselves, yeah. a vision of impact, a vision that will inspire other people, as opposed to a vision of I'm not enough or yeah. I'm suffering and focusing on me, me, me. Yeah. And what do most people, their
1: instinct when they have a vision? I mean, I do a process with people. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you want to make a goal come true or a dream come true? This is what you do. I'll tell you right now. All right? You sit, you close your eyes. You imagine that dream and that goal. At first, it feels good, right? You're like, "Oh yeah, I can do this." I can be. And then you pay a little attention. You ask yourself questions like, "What's the downside of this happening?" Or you bring your family members in, like, like at, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? So you want your dream house, like we're in this beautiful apartment, right? You want your dream place, like have a family member walk in and see what they say. Mm. see how just in your mind right we can do this instantly yes. like you know you can bring every anyone that you know in your mind and you know what they will say right so have them come in see how they react see how you react what are the things that you say to yourself you want to publish a book see it on amazon what will i hear from people they'll be like oh it's so great it's on amazon oh wait but what if it gets a one-star review you know it's like instant fear instant going to like what's the downside If you don't accept one star reviews, Ah. like I, this, when new authors come out and like (laughs) I'm helping them with the book and talking, I call them up when they have a one star review on Amazon and I congratulate them. I tell them you've made it. Like, because no, if you don't, have a one-star review your book hasn't gotten out enough yeah, right exactly. you haven't sold enough copies like that should be your job like someone's gonna have something to say about what you have to say no mm-hmm. matter what no matter guaranteed
0: what. Yeah. you know so that's how we have to bust through those fears mm-hmm. even when we don't go after our dreams someone's gonna talk negative yeah, about us I mean, that's so it. you might as well do it <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly you might as well go after it because either way people are gonna judge you yep talk negative about you if you're sitting around on the couch all day, they're going to say you're lazy. Yeah. If you're going after your dreams, they're going to say you're not good enough or yeah. you're not doing it the right way. So, either way. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for doing that for him no, he's been I mean, stressed I'm, out the last I'm few so days. so Yeah. And as much as I try to relax him and get him to breathe, you know, sometimes it's too close to, to, to home. Um, why? What is the cause of all stress in your mind? That's such a good question. Um, you know, I, I think it all comes
1: back to safety, right? So, is, on one side of the spectrum, we had that tiger chasing us, right? That is that originating behavior. I, I, I really liked, so day two of the book, I did this thing where there's Grog and Thor, right? They are cavemen, our ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I, I paint this picture of Grog and Thor sitting out there, you know, in the Savannah, right? and, I forget who's who, but let's say Grog is meditating, right? Because he's just like, he's Mr. Positive. You know, he's just like, he's oming and he's meditating and he's doing his affirmations on the rock. And like, he's just being so positive. And Thor is just like, dude, I hear it like a saber-toothed tiger. Like, you know, he's on the lookout. He's looking around. He's scared. And he's going to Grog. Dude, this... I th- this thing's coming closer like do you hear the sound of this and grog's like look man you need to be positive you know like <laughs> yeah. you need to manifest the things that you want in your life you need to visualize and he's sitting there visualizing peace right thor who's just like "Ah, oh, freaking out freaking out he says i'm le- i'm out of here i'm leaving for higher ground sure enough grog gets eaten right mm-hmm. grog was not looking out for danger thor is our ancestors Right? That we are made of that. We are made of many pessimistic people, yeah who, in times of danger, looked out for the negative. It's called the negativity bias, and Rick Hansen talks about it in detail. Like so our brain does that, and I think I loved exploring that and learning about that because the second you acknowledge, "Hey, my brain is going to have this bias, right? Then you can first off take a little bit of the pressure off of being positive, like, oh, I just oh there, my brain went there. great now let me acknowledge it. This is where tapping now rewires that brain and that nervous system and tells that amygdala it's calm. And then you can feel the positive emotions truly, right? You right. can like actually feel them as opposed to like trying to fake your way to them. Like, yeah. no, I looked at this fear. So back to your original question, stress is about safety. Some part of us doesn't feel safe. If we're stressed because we're running around, why are we running around? Because we think we have to, because we think we have to do it to fit in, because we have to pay the mortgage or like it all comes back to safety. And I find when I like people can just literally tap with, I feel safe. I feel safe in my body. It's something that we never think of, right? Mm -hmm. Because for most of us, thankfully, we are physically safe most of the time. It's not the case for a lot of the world, but we are. But that emotional safety isn't there. Like they could read your book. I feel safe. I feel safe. Yeah, I have a mask and I feel safe, right? And like, what if I could let go of that mask? What if I could let go of these things that I'm putting on? What if I could feel safe in my body? When you and I feel safe around each other, we're not stressed, right? If I think that you're judging me, if I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that, that's when the stress goes up. And you can feel it with everybody around you, right? Like, do they feel safe, comfortable? I mean, I felt that in this environment when I walked in today. Yeah. Like the people you have working with you. you, there was there was a grounded, safe energy. Mm-hmm. They were happy and just like it was. It was beautiful, and it was because at some level they felt safe in their body. They were passionate about what they're doing. You created a safe environment for them. Mm-hmm. Um, in corporations, I mean, they've done studies at Google that the number one thing for like worker cooperation and enjoyment and productivity is a sense of safety. Really? That that I can say. Hey, Lewis, I actually don't agree with what you're doing with that project there. Like, I think you missed the mark there. And we can feel safe enough that you go, oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying there. Well, what if I do this, right? As opposed to what normally happens is like I either don't say anything or I say something and now you're pissed off. And now we hate each other and can't get any work done, you know, where there was a collaboration based on safety. Mm
0: -hmm. Hmm. What would you say is your biggest stressor or fear in your life right now someone who's been practicing this for over a decade who's been helping the world feel do you ever find yourself falling back
1: yeah so um i mean my biggest stressor is i'm a parent of a two and a half year old daughter so that has been just (laughs) beautiful and amazing and that is just the the basic parent stress that exists. I actually have a book coming out uh, next year on tapping for parents, kids, and wow, teens. That's cool. And uh, I'm donating 100% of the profits of that in perpetuity. Never going to make a penny on it to the foundation because I think that's that cool. work is so important. Like, I see it. So, th- but that's, I'm okay with that, those stressors. Like, that's just yeah. the life stuff. Um, I think for me, you know, certainly as a public figure, as representing myself out there, sharing the tapping. I feel a deep sense of responsibility for the technique, like for tapping itself as almost like a thing. Um, there's many other people talking about it. I'm not the only one. I just happen to be someone who can share it in a way that people resonate with. Build an audience. Yeah, yeah build yeah. an audience and, and resonate with. Um, from the beginning, we were talking about the movie I made yeah. earlier. I'm barely in the movie. It was never about me. I didn't want to be the guy. Like yeah. me on the cover is a weird thing. <laughs> I know for we me. talked about this. Yeah, is a weird thing for me. I had to really. I had to get a lot of opinions. It wasn't it just wasn't what I just naturally wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now that I'm doing it, how do I balance work and and family life? You know, I mean the same challenges that I think so many of us has. Like I have this passion. I believe that this tool can help, not just you and I and stiff neck and all these great <laughs> yeah. things, right. Which are important. I think it can help and transform the lives of veterans with PTSD where we don't have any answers. Um, I think it can play a role in the opioid crisis and the, the deep pain and suffering that people are going through. So it's, it's just about like, that feeling and how do I do that and also just stay in balance, right? And not be scattered. And, you know, the opportunities that are yeah. everywhere all the time. You could yeah. follow a different a million different paths at any mm-hmm. moment. So it's like, how do I what do I do to grow my business, to support my family, to support our employees and to get the message out. And the thing with the tapping is I'm always working on like, what's the best delivery vehicle of this, right? Cause we can't all tap one on one and we can't all gonna have me around when, mm-hmm. you know, someone has a stiff, stiff neck, neck. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and we're doing some things there with an app and other other mm-hmm. forms of getting that. So when you know, when someone like Scarlett has a panic attack at two AM, like she knew enough and had the presence of mind to do the tapping, but maybe someone else doesn't, and maybe they can pull up their phone and have a resource there mm-hmm. to just ease you know, not fix everything, but just ease yeah. that pain. You know?
0: I think as you know yoga kind of became more mainstream in the last 10 years you know 10 years ago there was really what maybe one or two yoga studios yeah. in LA and New yeah. York maybe 15 years ago it was more like that and, and then the last 10 years it's all over the country and now it sounds like meditation is starting to make its boom yeah. and becoming mainstream you know Headspace has done a great job of getting yeah. the word out there you know yeah. Andy Puticombs on you know Jimmy Fallon and Ellen and yeah. you know doing this work and kind of making it more mainstream do you think since this does come from more of a, you know, let's say, new agey sure. uh, technique that it will ever get to the mainstream level of a yoga yeah. and of a meditation?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I do. I mean, I'm as biased as I guest. Yeah, of course. But I do because of the research. Like, we just, we're just going to keep plotting away at the research, and it's not cheap, and it's not fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just it like, time, yeah. it takes time, but there's going to be a point where, If you think I'm crazy, you can't ignore me after a point when I say, look, you know, here's a thousand research studies Mm -hmm. that show it, you know. Right. Um, From
0: all these credible
1: credible universities. universities And look, right now we have psychologists and psychiatrists using it every day in their practice. There's a psychiatrist right now as we speak using it on their client. And I've heard time and again, I mean, psychologists will come up to me, both practice and say, I've been practicing for 20 years. (laughs) I don't know how I did it before. Wow. Like, I don't know. Because the results that I get now are so astonishing that it's just like, you know, they're, they're, they didn't waste 20 years. But part of them right. feels that way. Like, why did I have to wait this long
0: to know about this? It doesn't take a six months to a year to break through with someone. It takes a session, a session. or two or maybe whatever. Yeah. yeah. Depending yeah. on the case. It is it is shocking.
1: You know, the, the original case that jo, uh, Roger Callahan had when he created this, he was working with someone who had a water phobia. And, like, terrified of water. Like, drinking water was stressful, right? <laughs> right? Like, just full-blown phobia. Traditional therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, exposure therapy, trying all these things. Nothing was working. He'd been reading about the meridian system in the body. They were working at his house, looking at a pool. It's the, the
0: pressure points? The pressure mean? points, yeah, exactly.
1: Got it. And he had read that the stomach meridian is underneath the eye. His client, Mary, was talking about, you know, when I look at the pool... I just get all these butterflies in my stomach. I get so queasy. She was having that physical response, whatever that brain link-up had been, water, danger, right? He said, try tapping underneath your eye, Mm -hmm. and the phobia cleared.
2: Really? Like that.
1: And you can imagine, he's a traditional psychologist. He's going, how?
0: What's going on? Now, uh,
1: this is why we need the research. You hear a story like this, like that, and you go, come on. I mean, all right, but that happened once. Placebo or something. Placebo, this, that, and the other. But- when we have tens of thousands of... I mean, at some point, we have to listen to anecdotal studies. We have to listen to that experience, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we brought someone in who had a stiff neck, who was taking ibuprofen, never met him before. Five minutes later, his neck is moving. That is different than what... I had seen in my life before tapping. Yeah. Have you ever
0: seen it? No. Right? No. And so, maybe if you spent a half hour with him and you really got him to relax without being on camera and all these other things, like maybe it would have been like.
1: Yeah. Like, you know. yeah, you could visualize. And, and again, that, to me, it's not a competition of tapping and of meditation. They're both like, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, so if if that happened, then we need to start asking some questions about it,
0: you know. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Cool, man. This is powerful stuff. I want to make sure you guys get a copy of the book, Manifesting Your Greatest Self, 21 Days to Releasing Self-Doubt, Cultivating Inner Peace, and Creating a Life You Love. Make sure you guys get a copy right now. It is out right now. Um, And for me, again, all these things come back down to inner peace. So I'm glad you have inner peace in there because if we don't have inner peace, we're not able to be our greatest self. We're not able to flow. We're not able to connect. We're not able to reveal who we truly are, Mm. which is what I talk about in my book. Yep. We're projecting certain things and holding tension all the time as opposed to just, this is who I am and I'm going to allow it to flow. So I'm glad you wrote the book and uh, I'm excited for people to get this. Thank you. A couple questions left for you. Yep. This is called The Three Truths. Very good. So imagine this is the last day for you many years from now. You live to be as old as you want to be. But for whatever reason, um, all the work you've ever done has been erased. All the books, videos, talks they're gone and you've had a lot of stuff by this point but they're erased yep and all you have is a piece of paper and a pen by your bedside and you get to write down the three lessons or the three truths that you know to be true for yourself from all your experiences and this is all people would have to remember you by mm. what would you say are your mm. three truths boom I love it
1: um, I think number one and it's manifesting your greatest self the school of greatness that there is greatness within you right And greatness, I love the word, but many people attach this sort of sense of perfection around Mm -hmm. it. Like, I talk in the book, like, no, no, no. This isn't about being your perfect self, right? This is being about your greatest self. Like, this isn't the school of perfection. Mm -hmm. This is the school of greatness. And so acknowledging that that is within you, and then also determining for yourself what greatness means. Mm Mm-hmm cuz greatness isn't about having a million followers on Instagram. Like that's where our brains go instantly. Oh, if I'm great, I'm famous, right? Isn't that like you know, one of the classic like or I'm rich or successful. Like what does greatness mean to you? Does greatness mean that you were kinder to someone today than you were the day before? Does greatness mean that you said I love you when it felt a little difficult? So define that for yourself. Like we don't set these parameters, we'll never know yeah. if we meet them. That's one, that there's there's greatness within you. Um, two is that underneath all this, underneath looking for greatness, underneath striving and achieving and doing the tapping, I think we're just looking to love and to connect to the love that we feel in our hearts and to connect to the love we feel for others. I one of the things that I've really been getting in the last couple of months as I've been doing tapping myself with with people and um for myself personally is that we we talk about these things like what it means to love someone, but we don't really know. Like we we haven't been to the depth of feeling that love. Some moments in our lives, right? You see moments yeah. where people are like when my daughter was born or my uh-huh. wedding day. Mm-hmm. You know. So the question is like, that love is there. How do we cultivate it? The same way we're cultivating inner peace, cultivating love, like cultivating that openness of heart. So two, cultivate inner peace, cultivate love, and three look, if it's my legacy, I got to say, you got to tap, you know, (laughs) you got to tap, you know, it's too powerful. I know it's funny. I know it might take a little getting used to, but I guarantee you that, you know, the tens of thousands of people of, of people listening and, um, watching, they had experiences. Like they said, Oh, I was anxious at a level eight and now I'm at level five. It's big. Like we are in control. Like you have this tool, you have this technique that I believe can shape your destiny.
0: So mm. use it. Mm. Is there anyone you've worked on with tapping that didn't get results?
1: Yeah. I mean, for sure. Right. Like, um, when I was writing my book on pain relief, I would work with people who were in pain and, um, it didn't work hundred percent of the mm-hmm. time, you know, there it's not like all pain is all psychological. It's a component. Did we potentially open a door? Right Did we potentially open a door so they got up and exercised and mm. now went to the right doctor or the right naturopath or the right herbalist to help them move along like so I'm not like I'm the tapping guy, and I'm not like this is the hundred percent cure for everything right. you have in your life, right, and you're never gonna have any problems or any stress again or any roadblocks um so yeah, I've seen times when it's been you know, oh man, I wish it worked right um usually if I have the time to dig and if there's the willingness, we're going to get somewhere. Yeah. You know, we're going to get somewhere and there there has to be the willingness. If you're closed off and guarded,
0: then you're probably not going to get any results.
1: Yeah. You know, what's funny is just the physical component Like people say, is it a placebo effect? Like, do you have to believe in it? I remember driving to a Yankees game with my buddy who he still thinks I'm crazy, but you know, <laughs> he really thought I was crazy that he had heard his arm playing football. I had just heard about the tapping. I was like, the running joke was, "Don't say anything is wrong or on Nick because he'll make you tap on <laughs> yeah, it." Yeah. You know? I said, l- l- "Just try this thing for your shoulder," and he's looking at me like, "You gotta be kidding me!" You know, like we're driving in the car, I'm showing it to him, we're tapping, blah blah. Pay's blah. gone, shoulder opens up, right? right? So something happened physically there that let go. He thought I was crazy. He didn't believe it. The placebo effect was not in place, <laughs> right. you know, and something changed. Mm, so
0: that's cool. Yeah. Well, I want to acknowledge you for a moment, Nick, for healing so many people and giving people the opportunity to have a tool that can heal themselves Mm -hmm. ongoingly. I think there's so much suffering and lack of peace within people. And for you to give people and be the champion of this and out there every single day committed to it when people, maybe it's not popular at certain times Mm -hmm. and maybe it's challenging at certain times. But for you to continue to be the driving force and give back to so many people who are suffering, you're making a massive impact. So I want to acknowledge you for your incredible gift and in support and empathy and compassion for human beings in the world.
1: Thank you, my friend. It's it's an honor. Yeah, it's an right. honor. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Uh,
0: got one final question. Cool. Um, besides, besides getting the book, where's the best site for you? Yeah,
1: thetappingsolution.com.
0: thetappingsolution.com. Awesome. And uh, the final question is, what's your definition of greatness? Uh, um,
1: You know, being a little bit better today than you were yesterday. Loving a little more, being a little kinder, like opening your heart a little more, being vulnerable, being willing to take risks, being willing to say, be, tell people how you feel, right? The actions that we do, and you and I are action guys, mm-hmm. right? But that's just on top of it, right? That's just all this noise around it. To me, the greatness is, and just be more loving, caring about our fellow man. I mean, it seems like it's gotten so lost, you know, that just that concept, like, do do we feel responsible for each other? You know, we can be capitalists and we can be like growth oriented and we can want to change the world and we can mm-hmm. want to make money. Like we can be successful and we can also deeply care about our fellow human beings. Yeah. And to me, that's greatness. Like if you're walking around deeply caring about the people in your life, that's greatness.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank, you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did make sure to share it with your friends lewishouse.com slash 547. Nick Ortner is making a massive impact in the world and something as simple as tapping and really tapping on different points in your body and expressing and channeling out some emotions or some trauma, putting words to the things that are frustrating you and allowing your body to release it. This is all part of the process, guys, of Living into your greatness. If you want to be great, you need to be able to express your emotions and get them out in a comfortable, safe way that doesn't hurt people, that doesn't cause pain in other people, that doesn't lash out into arguments or fights or all the things that have been happening that create so much conflict in the world. So make sure to check out more. Share this out. If you enjoyed this, lewishouse.com slash 547. And if you want to watch the full exercise You'll see the video there where you can watch Caesar go through his transformation where he was tapping as well, and uh, you see his neck completely turning at the end of the exercise. Also, School of Greatness Academy is open for the 11th class, guys. Some powerful people all over the world have joined to fully dive in, overcome their challenges, their fears, and start achieving their goals that they've had all year. So step up, it's at lewishouse.com slash soga. You can get signed up today, class starts today. Go to lewishouse.com slash soga right now. Also, the Mask of Masculinity, guys, if you haven't pre-ordered it yet, go to maskofmasculinity.com, get a few copies, get a copy for your friends, give them out as gifts. You can also get a signed copy at lewishouse.com slash sign, It's S-I-G-N. So again, make sure to pick up a copy You've got some bonuses. If you get one copy, we give you guys some bonuses. So check out what those are at maskofmasculinity.com. And again, you'll never find peace of mind until you listen to your heart. George Michael said that. I hope you guys start to connect to your heart and start to express the things that you need to share the most because that'll help you heal the mind and relieve that stress as well. I love you and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.